I can't get it open. <laughs> Fuck. I got it. <laughs> There's okay. no sound. That's amazing. Who puts a fucking beer top mm. on a fucking mm. champagne bottle? Okay, this is delicious. My drink is brought to me by my best one of my best friends, Kylie. Um, she. What? What's wrong? I don't know. I I felt like my air conditioner was just really loud. Dude, you're having that a was day. It. You're tired. I am. I'm so fucking tired. This is going to be great. Anyways, my girlfriend Amazing. Kylie bought me this because I had a shite week. And what is it? It's So St. Vrain is the river that runs through our town. And it's the St. Vrain Cidery um, Blackberry Botanical Colorado Cider. And it's 6.9%. 6.9. That sounds really delicious. 69. <laughs> I bet she did that on purpose because she's a pervert like us. Did. I bet she did. Um, she started listening to the pod actually. Yeah. And her, she has a, like, she has a relative that had that mutation that's super tall with a tiny penis and like tiny balls and no sex drive. And he's like a normal human, but like, nah. <laughs> well, that's fucked up. <laughs> I, um, I have a story to tell you. I don't know if I'm actually allowed to tell it, but I feel like if I don't There's- put any names in it, it's okay. Yeah. Go for it. This is Kaylee. It's not a HIPAA violation if you don't know who said it? No. Is that legit? Yeah. Okay. So I met a urologist at a bar. Um, (laughs) So we went home. (laughs) It sounds like a terrible pickup line story. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Right. Um, So we went home um, for a funeral and... Uh, the night we got in, I met up with my friend Charlotte to have a drink just because I was already down there. One with the and, really good butt. Oh, the really, really good butt. She has good everything. Okay. She has good teeth, good hair. Okay. I don't want to hate her. So I mean, you can stop I don't, there. I don't want to hate her either. It takes a lot of effort on my part. Like <laughs> a lot of not looking directly at her. Um, <laughs> um So... There was a urologist at a bar, and uh, he was he was talking to somebody like just in like my general vicinity, and I was vaguely trying to ignore another person that was getting on my nerves. Um, and Corey was drunk and already made a friend, so I'm literally just there listening to everything going on around me. Wait, well, pause. Will he get drunk, make a friend, and like leave you? Yes, one hundred percent. I do that to Lee. Yes. And yes, Lee he does. hates it and gets really mad at me. If I if I am drunk, I don't hate it because I will just go make a friend. But if I'm sober, honestly, if I'm sober, I don't really mind it either because Corey can be really intense when he's drunk and like very high energy. And when I'm sober and he's drunk, like I'm super chill and I'm just like, you are annoying right now. I need you to shut it. Mm, okay. But I can't say that to him because then I'll get mad and then his drunk feelings will get hurt anyway. Oh, I tell um, you he's annoying if I think he's annoying. That's because I'm a mean person. <laughs> um, You're nicer than me. We just found that out. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I think it depends on the situation. Um, anyway, okay. So this guy's next to me and I all of a sudden hear something along the lines of the phrase, he cut his own dick off. <gasps> 
And so Ooh, me oh. being who I am. I just got being, the chills. I know. And me being just sober and in need of something interesting to happen. I, mm. in typical Corey form, go, what the fuck did you just say? Like, at the top of my lungs, very excited. Um, and he looks over at me and he was like, uh, uh, I'm a urologist and this dude cut his own dick off. And he's sitting here with his phone. So I can tell he was looking at a picture. And I was like, <gasps> shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. I was like, show me immediately. He was like, it's very graphic. I was like, show me faster. Like, Email it to me in high def. I need to see okay. it. Break it down. So he shows it to me. You can't see anything but just like that that area. Literally. But just this, like, what do you mean? Like, oh, like there's nothing to identify this person by. Is right. that what you mean by right. that? Okay. Right. All you, all you know by this is that he's a white dude. That's pink. it. It was a um, pink dick. There was no dick. Like literally, it was cut off. Anyway, let me. Let me blah, blah, blah. Um, so apparently, this dude was on some kind of drugs. I don't know what kind of drugs. Oh no! And he tied up his dick and balls, his twig and berries, mm-hmm. tied it to like a doorknob to like stretch it, <gasps> oh and my then God. went and then chopped it off with <gasps> like garden shears, like the. Oh. Is it garden shears? Is that yeah? Yeah, hedge trimmers. Yes, yes, those. Oh. Chopped his own dick. Oh. Yeah. And so I got to see the <laughs> pictures. I got, so he reattached it. That's right. the whole point. And it, does it still work? Like, can he still get I'll a get boner? There. Okay. I'll get there. Um, so. Should he be allowed to have it back? No. No. Like, he. No. Yeah. But first of all, okay, so <laughs> he shows me the picture of the dude's body, like, dicklet, dick and ballless. Um, have you ever cut open a pomegranate and you can see the different sections of the pomegranate? It's like red with the white. Okay. That's what it looks like when you cut a dick off. Fuck off. Different little chambers. I'm so jealous. I was not at this funeral. So that I need to see this photo. If there was any way I could have gotten this photo off of his phone, I would have blasted it all over our Instagram and then probably got our Instagram taken down and blah, blah, blah. But um, so then he swipes and it's the picture of the dick. And the dick is just like in a little sad little blob. But the first thing I noticed, this guy's got a good dick. Really? Like, obviously, a dick that's cut off is not going to be erect because there's no blood flow to it. Yeah, this it's going to be this flaccid little like, yeah. worm. This dick is a solid, like, chunky four inches soft. Wow. Like like a nice four to five inches just flopping there. Wow. And it's it's a good girth. Maybe it's he not was ugly. maybe he felt like he was being like maybe he was on LSD and having a bad trip and like that's what I was realized like, he was being he sexualized. Was I was like, maybe he thinks his dick is haunted, like the devil's in his dick or something, he had to cut it off. Yeah, or maybe he had like um, syphilis and was like it, it was just it was such a good dick. He had a good dick and balls. Um And so, balls? His balls were all right. No, he didn't get his balls back. But, like, in the picture, you could see it. He, like, had it spread out in different ways. Oh, my Um, God. So they they managed to reattach his dick, and they reattached his nut sack, but the sack is empty. Empty. There are no marbles in his sack. Did they put artificial balls in them? Um, Because, like, what would be the point? did. I think it was literally just to have the skin to attach. Um, It was... 
less. Oh my um, god! And it had little uh, drains hanging out, but it was fucking gnarly. So apparently, who was like there? Apparently, it was just him, and he cut his own dick off. And then I guess like his wife or his girlfriend or roommate or something like found him in the tub later, and like put the dick on ice and brought it to the <laughs> brought him to the hospital. Oh my god! Yeah, and they sewed that dick right back on. I'm so mad I don't have a picture for you. It was insane. I'm so mad we're not interviewing this urologist, being like, okay, I know. can he still get an erection? Like, I know. Like, okay, because it's it's all blood flow, but it's also muscle. And if you detach that muscle, like, well, he said he he like was able to like reattach like the blood vessels and stuff. So I'm assuming eventually so it might not be like full function, but like I'm assuming might be it's still. It still works. Um, oh, my God. And, yeah, like, so he showed Corey, and we're all sitting there having this group discussion about how nice this dude's dick is. And the dude was like, the urologist was like, I am so glad I showed you this picture because I was telling my coworkers that it was a nice dick, and they were just making fun of me. And I'm like, no, that is a nice, a nice proportionate male penis. That's a nice penis. And speaking... As somebody who's seen her fair share of penises, that's a good one. Wow, that's it's unfortunate. Not, it's not a little thumb, you know? It's not the little, like, pinky tip? No. A little micro peen? No, it's a full-on man dick. Damn, dude. That, that's my that's story. That's fucking weird. Yeah. Well, I really like that story. <laughs> when did I've you been, get home yesterday? I've literally been home? waiting to tell you that. I almost texted you that story, like, five times, but I was like, no, I have Jesus, to tell no. her. I'm so interested at this, like, okay, because it's so vascular that they are, that's why it looks like the inside of a pomegranate. It's so insane. Weird. I wish there was so a picture. Insane. Like, I don't want to Google this on my work computer. Yeah, I know. But I do. I know. I Google weird shit on this all the time anyways. Well, yeah, I, I think you have care. to throw your employer a loop every once in a while. I mean, if you're going to look at what I'm looking at, I, I keep you on your toes. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> well... That's a great fucking story. That's that's probably all I have to bring to the table for today. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, let's see what's going on in my life. Do you want to do you want to talk about it, or are we not talking about it? I can talk about it. I'm just like in a cunty mood a little bit about it. But uh, so last week I got my first ever positive pregnancy test. And that was after my second FET, which followed a ERA and Receptiva BL6 cycle. Um, just basically all the things you could basically do. Basically all the tests, yeah. And um, I got my first ever positive pregnancy test. I was excited. I told Lee. My friend was here. He found out. Um, I told you. But I also told you with caution. I was like, it's super light. It's also early. But, like, I didn't believe it was true. Um. But, like, my only symptoms of pregnancy was I was tired and my areolas were, like, chocolate brown. Were they like, really? They turned, did they really change colors? They have. They haven't fully changed colors back, but they're as dark as my hair. Wow. Yeah. See, every time I've read that that's a symptom, um, the two times I had my positive pregnancy test, I would just, like, stare at my nipples and be like, are you different colors? Mine like, were what very color noticeable. were you? Like I couldn't tell. So maybe they just didn't change colors. I have no idea. But I also grew up in a house of sisters, and we all compared like areola colors. 
And, like, Tana has very dark areolas and Alyssa has pink ones. And I have, like, this weird caramel. Is that a sister thing? Totally. We're, we all had boobs. We all get naked in front of each other all the time. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and my mom would get naked in front of us all the time. We were very open with nudity, just not from the male side. But, like, weird. I would go in and my mom would be in an all-glass shower and I'd talk to her. I would go talk to my mom, but... Not where I could see her. Oh, I would be sitting on the bathtub. Like the edge of the bathtub. Yeah, it wasn't weird in our family. And even Kylie, the girl that got me this beer, we've showered together like so many times. It's ridiculous. The only time I've done that, I've been drunk. I don't need to be drunk. I've probably seen more. I've definitely seen my friend's tits. I've never seen. Well, I have seen my mom's on accident, but you know what I mean? No way. See, my mom sits like a kajillion times. Well, I'm sure I was all face first when I was a baby, but I don't remember that far. I saw my mom's boobs over Christmas. I wonder if I was <clears> breastfeeding. <throat> you seem like a very formula kind of kid. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I, I don't I, even know how to take that. <laughs> I was breastfed, but my mom couldn't breastfeed the other two because her... Well, she did, but it, it wasn't healthy for the babies. She, there was no fat in it. It was just like water. So she had to mix it with a bunch of shit. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, <laughs> so I I then go in on Thursday for my beta. I wait until 1.30. I like woke up at 4 a.m., watched a show on sex trafficking women. And then, as yeah, one does, did. and then I go in and I get a call at 1.30 and we were driving down to pick out tiles lee was driving my car and you could just tell by the tone of her voice it was more cautious than i would have thought and she was like okay well you are pregnant but your beta is 21 that is either really late implantation or you're having a chemical pregnancy a biochemical pregnancy, which means it implanted, but it wasn't able to complete the task. Mm-hmm. And so um, it started, it stopped growing. Yeah. Um, so then she's like, we're not going to give you another beta till Monday. And this is fucking Thursday to know whether or not I'm going to have. fucking rude. Yeah. So then. I'm in a really weird spot. Like, Lee and I were in the car, and Lee was like, of course this fucking happened. Like, of course this is our fucking story, right? Like, nothing's ever easy. It's like one acne ball coming out of nowhere after the other. And I also felt like when I was looking at my pregnancy tests, like, I was like, this doesn't feel over. This doesn't feel like this is my, I'm pregnant and I'm going to have this baby. Like, I feel like something's wrong. Um. So then, let's see here. Friday, I woke up, took a pregnancy test. The color was still, the line was still the same. And then Saturday, I woke up feeling a lot better, and the line was gone. And so I still had to do all of my medication, which is like, you cry when you get your pio, and you know you're Mm -hmm. in the process of miscarrying a fetid, like, embryo. Um, So... Then on Monday, I was just like, I had to go in and I didn't want to do any of my meds. So I didn't because I knew I wasn't pregnant anymore. I felt too good to still be pregnant. Yeah. Like, and um, I go in and my nurse was like, I'm holding hope for you. I'm so sorry. And 
my response to her was like, it's okay. And then I was like, actually, you know what? It's not okay. This isn't okay. It's not okay that I had to wait until Monday to get my second beta. It's not okay that I'm paying thousands of dollars to be here and experience this. I'm paying you an insane amount of money to torture me. And I am fully disconnected from my body. I don't know who she is. She doesn't know who I am. And she's not stoked about what the fuck I'm doing to her every goddamn day. And I said to her, I was like, but I feel the need to say it's fine because I've been conditioned by the patriarchy. And I guess there's just more money to fucking burn in this clinic, isn't there? Yup. Like, yup. You guys, you guys charge, they charge $5,100 a transfer and it's two grand in meds. Fuck. Yeah. So I'm like, this should be like, like you said on the phone, this should be like a buy two, get one free situation. It should. It's bullshit. And other, other clinics aren't this expensive. Like CNY Colorado Springs is $698 a transfer so that I have five more embryos left. That are PGS normal tested for all the people who are like, it's probably not PGS normal. I'm like, eat a dick. Watch my fucking stories. I was about look to at, say, look if, at my if goddamn anybody grip. is saying that by now, after we've covered every single thing that you've done, you need to go like. Oh, oh, people were telling me that I'd get pregnant after an ERA. I was like, hey, bitch, I got my ERA last fucking month. Everybody told me I would get pregnant naturally after my HSG because it would clear my tube. And that was my problem. They're all a bunch that of was fucking, my problem. Yeah, they're all a bunch of fucking scientists. They fucking know. Yeah. Even the scientists don't know. So no. you definitely I don't know. know shit about shit. And I'm a scientist. Don't be playing it like it. You know shit. Yeah. None of us know a goddamn <sighs> thing. No. Besides, like, maybe botanists. I feel like they might know something. About infertility? No, about their own science. Oh, maybe. But, like, I don't think – I think geologists are bullshitting us half the time. <laughs> Anyways, it's, like, meteorologists and geologists, like, trying to predict, like, fucking tornadoes and trying to predict fucking earthquake. It's, like, you're in the most joke position right now because <laughs> you can't actually do that. It doesn't. It doesn't. No. So then I go home and I work because I'm a cog in the machine. Mm-hmm. And then I get the call around. I take a long nap with my baguette pillow that you bought me, mm. which I I cuddle with every night. Is it soft? It's it perfect. Like it's you soft. need to buy one. It's the right length <laughs> because I can fit it in between my legs and under my head. Oh, that is perfect. Yeah. On a couch. Yeah. Not on a bed because I'm not propped up, but on a couch. Hell yeah. That's a good one. So I took like the serious nap. I messaged my managers and I was like, hey. Uh, I'm having an early miscarriage, so I'm going to log off. Yeah. Also, I want to get rid of this client, so give it to someone else. <laughs> I just decided way. to, like, leverage that at that time. Smart. Um, Smart. Yeah. Also, I was there's, there's, like, no way I'm going to get to that client. There's no way that I'm ever going to have fucking time. So then she calls, and she was like, well, I'm sorry, but you're not pregnant. And my HCG by Monday was already down to 1.5. So that's fast. It takes a long time to clear HCG from your system, typically. I, uh, um, I don't know. I kind of hate when they tell you they're sorry because I never feel like they're actually sorry. I think they are, but they don't know how to be 
emotional. So they're sorry. They don't want anyone to deal with it. But sorry. I don't know. I don't think my doctor's sorry, but I think my nurse is sorry. My nurse Maybe. is sweet. Maybe. She's a sweet old lady. Um, so then she's talking to me and I'm just like, like, where do we go from here? Because I still don't have any problem, quote unquote, any glaring issue with my fertility. And I am now looking at spending, what am I going to be at now? Like, this will probably put me at 50K. That's a lot of fucking money. That's so much money. There's so many things you could do with $50,000. I know. Like, renovate my hole downstairs. <laughs> That's already happening. But. You could buy a car. I know. And I already you picked up put, my dream car. Did I tell you, you about that? You could put a down payment on another house. No, you didn't. I saw that you, like, looked at cars, but you didn't tell me what you actually looked at. So I custom ordered a car. Is it a like Bronco? I got, I got a custom order in, and I need to figure out if I want to pull the trigger or not. Is it a Bronco? No. It's what not. is it? <clears throat> it is a two, 2021 TRD Pro Premium 4Runner. Ooh. Then the Lunar Rock, that matte green. Yeah. Lifted with leather seats that are heated and a moonroof and a rack and all that shit. What's the price tag on that motherfucker? You don't have to tell me. $57,000. Nice. Yeah. See, there's one example of something you could do with $50,000. Lee did say he might get it for me for my birthday. No, good boy. What a nice boy. What a nice boy. Um, you don't have to keep muting yourself if she's making noise. She's making so much noise. Like, right now she's walking around with her nose in the air in the kitchen like she's... She smells something. Yeah. I ha- I got French bread and I was shoving some in my face and it's sitting on the counter. You have French bread and champagne and caracol butter? Yeah, I'm being you today. Fuck yeah. That's <laughs> fucking awesome. comfort. I um yeah. so I had groceries delivered because yes. That's the way I to didn't do have it. time to go get them and it's like one degree outside. Dude, um, it's so fucking it's cold so right fucking now. Cold. I'm so fucking over it. It's okay, disgusting. I'm glad we talked about that. It's just yeah, snowing it's because of how cold it is. There's not an actual storm. Yeah. Yeah. It's just that cold that it's freezing in the air. Correct. <sighs> um, I fucking hate it. But so I ordered, uh, I ordered groceries, and um, while I was doing the rest of my work for the day, I cooked my groceries and made my dinner, and I made this like artichoke heart pasta off of Pinterest, and it legit tastes like, like swear to God, it tastes like the floral department in in Hobby Lobby smells. Ew, that's disgusting. Yeah. So I'm eating bread for dinner, bread and carry old butter. It could what be. What do worse. you think? What do you think that made it take a turn? Did you use a weird cheese? Um, I think it either has something to do with artichoke hearts or sun-dried tomatoes. Which I'm not a big sun-dried tomato fan, but I said I was like, I haven't tried them in a while. Let me just say fuck it. This seems like it, it's like in like this creamy sauce with like. Fresh spinach and stuff. I love a creamy sauce. So I was like, this has to be good. It looks so good. And it tastes like... I love sun-dried tomatoes and artichoke 
And anything artichoke. I love anything artichoke, but I hate sun-dried tomatoes. And now I will continue to hate them. That sucks, dude. I'm sorry. I think I'm going to eat a salad for dinner. A steak salad that I ordered from Mod Market. I did not order a waffle. I haven't had a waffle since waffle didn't stick around. Um, So then I asked my nurse. This is really interesting. Mm. I asked my nurse. I'm like, what the fuck do I do next? Like, I want a what the fuck appointment with my doctor. Yeah. I tested negative for endometriosis. You've said I have a perfect fucking uterus. I always have thick, juicy linings. Like, lining is not a problem for me. I, like, suppress when you need me to suppress. I ovulate when you need me to ovulate. Yeah. Like, I have. I'm doing all the shit. I'm doing an excellent job. (laughs) Okay. And it's not fucking working. Fully cooperating. Yeah. I'm like, do I have fibroids? She's like, no, we would see that. And so then, then I, like you know, field the questions to the gram and everyone's like, yeah, they said I had no fibroids and then I had hysteroscopy and I had fibroids. So she was like, honestly, I don't understand it. You are a conundrum. Like your fertilization, your PGS normal rates, like everything is like you should have been pregnant a long time ago. Um, But there must be something that we're missing. And so, of course, on Sunday, I went into – because Lee's working on the weekends, which means that's a lot of alone time for me when yeah. I shouldn't be probably alone. <laughs> um, he worked – he didn't work on Saturday, but he worked on Sunday. And so I spent my Sunday morning researching, going through ScienceDirect dot – like, what is it? O-R-G. Gov org. Yeah. Net. And – looking up everything about implantation failure, how to leverage like letrozole, blah, 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 all this stuff. And I sent him this annotated list of questions. And I was like, here's a study I want you to read before our call. Like, I want you to, I I need you to be as invested in this as I am Mm -hmm. because I am at the end of my fucking rope with what I've done to my fucking body. Yeah. So she said that there's a high probability. Well, one, my appointment's on until the 22nd. With him. He, she printed out the list of questions to him and gave it to him. And he's going to respond to each and every one of them during our call. Which I was like, good. You know how proper communication works. Yeah. That's That's a leg up from the last fucking motherfucker. Mm -hmm. Um, But she said. Maybe he's the one that cut his dick off. No. He is the one whose daughter got shot by her stalker ex-boyfriend and killed in her college apartment. Yeah, dude. Recently? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, within the last five years. Yeah, he went out, bought a gun, a handgun, went to her apartment, shot her in the head, like, execution style. Damn. They The parents called for a welfare check, as did the neighbors. The cops came, and she was dead. And she was 21, 22. Yeah, so I'm like, try to be nice to him, because that's some shit, you know? Yeah. To, like, lose your kid that way. No way, man. Fuck. Hashtag gun control. Um, so, anyways, she said he may suggest something called a cool scrape. Now, she said this is a surgery. And when someone says it's a surgery, I'm assuming heavy drugs are involved. Like, I want to oh, be yeah. knocked the fuck out. I want to be under, like, twilight at least. Yeah. <clears throat> so, some people has have had this done and they don't go under. And basically, it's a DNC, but instead of it being a hot loop when they go in for a DNC to scrape you out, it's cold. 
Okay. And they scrape it all the way down to like the end of your endometrial lining. So like your uterine, like your uterus. Um, and then I'd have to be on progesterone and estrogen for three months to rebuild the lining appropriately. So basically it's like a start over. Okay. And what, what does that do? I don't know. They think that there could be abnormal cells in my lining that's preventing proper implantation. Obviously we got the timing right with progesterone because I did have implantation. But what would stop you from rebuilding the same cells? I don't know. That's one of my questions. It's like, what is this? Like a fucking starfish and you just chop off a leg and it like comes back the same, you know, like <laughs> what regenerate, what regenerative benefits yeah. are there? And yeah. like, is it going to be healthier? Is it not going to be healthier? Um, and then, so what, then there's the option of a hysteroscopy, which you do go under for. And that's because they take a camera and like a little surgical like, I think it's kind of what they use for laparoscopies, whatever those mm-hmm. are called. And they go up there and they remove your fibroids. So I was thinking, like, well, why don't we do a hysteroscopy and a cold loop at the same fucking time? Like, yeah. go in there, see if there's anything you need to take out, and then scrape everything while I'm knocked the fuck out and do that. Option two, I'm assuming, I haven't had the call with him, but I'm already yeah. preparing myself, is to do a Lupron depot shot. And forcibly put myself into menopause for 60 days. Is there an option where, like, you go in, you lay down, they put you out? Hysteroscopy? No, no, no. They just put you out. (laughs) I don't know, man. I would love that. I would just like to be in a medically induced coma is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Fucking ditto, dude. And I just sleep. Or just, like, be left alone. Like, I would love to just, like, I'm thinking about it. My therapist said I need to go on, like, a trip. But Lee's, he can't really leave the house. And when he does, he goes to work. Yeah. And I'm kind of thinking, like, I need to just go to, like, a spa. But I don't, I mean, I could bring some good books with me. Yeah. Honestly, that sounds amazing. I know, but I don't really want to be alone right now. I feel you. You know? Anyways, it doesn't matter. I'm just, I'm so much the person that, like... I, I do like to be alone when I'm down like that. I like to, I, I need like a certain amount of time, like not for like too extended of a time, but I need a certain amount of time to wallow because. Same, but I want to wallow in my house. I don't want to wallow in a spa. I don't want to wallow in a hotel. Cause that's when shit gets dangerous for me. Mm. <laughs> I'll just like go out and buy a bunch of booze by myself and like. Who knows what'll happen? I will too. I will also buy myself an entire chocolate cake and I will eat it in the bathtub and luxurious Ooh. things will happen. So that doesn't worry. Vibrator me. and chocolate cake. That's what I'm saying. Like Do you want to come with me take... to a spa? When are you coming out here again? Yes, I want to come with you to a spa. Um I'll be out for my mom's chemo in March. March, March what? Early March. Oh, my God. I'm getting my eyebrows microbladed on the 5th. I will be sitting with my mom while she has chemo, but I can't wait to see your eyebrows. <laughs> um, Maybe. Well, I don't know. Let's talk about it offline. Yeah, we'll figure it um, out. Y'all don't need to hear this. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, 
That or the Lupron Depot shot, which is just putting me into menopause, which is for endometriosis and inflammation. They're like, so what does that actually do? I know you've talked about this before, but I'm not, dude, I'm hundred percent sure. Okay, so like basically, Luprolide is a is a menopausal drug, and it basically shuts. That's what stops you from ovulating before you're supposed to. Mm Hmm. Yeah. And that's why I'm on Lupron from CD1 through like two days after my transfer. Or no, two days before my transfer. Um, So that's just to like – it also has a – it makes it so that your endometriosis doesn't flare up. Okay. With your hormonal flares. Um, Also completely suppresses estrogen, um, which feeds endo, so I'm told. So anyways, like that's an option. It would just be two shots, one one day, 30 days later, another one, and then we try it again. But I'm also just kind of like, I don't know. This doesn't feel right anymore. And it felt right after my first failed transfer, but it doesn't feel right now. Like it feels like hopeless for sure. And... I've got five more embryos that I somehow feel compelled to take care of and acknowledge and give a chance because they are my leonized genetic material that could potentially be a baby. And it feels when you've never had a baby, it feels the closest thing to a baby that you've ever had. It does. And there are just five of them down there frozen in Denver. Yeah. It's like you don't have any hope in your body, but there is a little hope for them yeah there's like a little petri dish somewhere in a freezer holding five little teeny tiny little balls of hope and i don't know if the hope the lack of hope is lack of faith in my body or lack of faith in doctors like i'm wondering if this medical like i'm i'm kind of like 50 50 on that one yeah like i just i feel like like we know we know so much but we know so little and so many things are a question mark. And like, I know she said that you're a conundrum and that, you know, there's no reason why this shouldn't have worked. But I feel like we all get told that at a certain amount or at a certain stage. And it's just like, you're right. There's no reason why this isn't working. Like, yeah. I don't know. I- and it feels like. Because you say that, I mean, that's just her saying it. It's not my doctor. If my doctor said that, I'd be out, right? But, like, I don't think that you're approaching this from all the angles that I would have hoped you would for the amount I'm paying. Sure. And I don't, like, uh, Emily on Instagram is doing a reproductive immunology panel, and a lot of people do that. And a fair amount of them get pregnant after because it's an immune system issue that you're having that's attacking whatever, your baby, your embryo, whatever. Um, But I'm kind of like, how much more am I willing to put myself through? Yeah. How much more am I willing? I have been trying to have a baby since I was 27 years old, 26 years old. Nope. I am turning 31, no child in years lost 
to depression, anxiety, self-doubt, self-hate, insane trauma, injections, hormones, arguments with my spouse, arguments with my friends, the loss of friends, mm-hmm. insensitive comments, antidepressants. <laughs> like, yeah. it's been a shite four years. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going on... I'm going on six years, and I would love to say it gets better with time, and, uh, I, no, 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 I, um, it is cycle day one for me, and I know last month, or last cycle day one, I said I was going to go get my blood test this time, and I was going to go have my other saline sonogram, and I still have not called to let them know it's cycle day one, and it is. 7.30 my time, which means not going to be doing that today. I don't know. I, I don't know. I just, I don't really believe in it anymore. Like, I, I still want it, but, like, I just don't, I don't believe that anything's going to do it. Yeah. The cool, the not to be a positive poly, so tell me to fuck oh, off if fuck. I am. <laughs> but you have so much more science to do. I do, which is but, which is uh, somewhat hopeful. Yeah, and part of me is curious about it. Like ever since you know we started doing this, and you started doing your IVF, and you know all the different testing you did. Like I, I am curious about it, but I am just the world's biggest cynic, and I'm just like, it's not going to do anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of boring. And this is going to, I hope this doesn't sound like me being a dick, but like, like I'm watching you go through this and you just did all this. And I'm just like, what's going to change for me? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, there are those, there's those people that you identify with that you're like, but that wouldn't happen for me. Things wouldn't go right for me. Things wouldn't go well for me. Like, and that's kind of where I'm getting to. Like I told my sister-in-law, because now I have a reminder baby. Yeah. Which is really tough and I'm going to have to figure out. But, you know, I told my sister-in-law, if one of us doesn't get pregnant, it's going to be me. It's not going to be you. Yeah. And I hate to sound like that, but like it's true and it ended up being true because my whole life has been things not going the way I planned or what I worked hard for. It, well, no, I've worked hard for things and they've happened. But I also was called Murphy's Law all of college. So, like, if anything could go wrong, it did go wrong. And I feel like I kind of am going to be living through every IVF person's worst nightmare with a reminder baby that's going to be my niece or nephew. <laughs> so people... Just like throwing this out there too, there are tears of IVF warriors. <laughs> like there are, I did one retrieval and one transfer and I got pregnant. And yeah, that's trauma. There's trauma in that. But there's also a huge amount of trauma in doing multiple IVFs and doing multiple tra- fa- transfers in those failing. Like that fucking, I thought I was fat. I thought I bought a fast pass to a fucking baby. Yeah. I could have kept doing that. <laughs> yeah there it is yeah and that that's the cops coming for me um 
Come and take you to the crazy house. Dude, right? Please. Um, And I cried really hard on Friday due to, we don't have to cut this part out, due to the reminder baby. This Mm -hmm. is going to be pretty close to me. And I was just like, of course. Yeah. Of fucking course. What else do you want to pile on? But I don't want to challenge that because someone in our community who's had it real shit had her husband just randomly die. Yeah. So I'm yeah. kind of like, I don't want to challenge whatever may be out there. And yeah, be it's like, like I'm not really asking. Yeah, but. I'm kind of like, use a dick. Yeah. Use a dick. Yeah. So right now I'm kind of in this like, I gained a lot of weight in this transfer because of all the steroids and stuff. And probably waffles, but I also work out all the time. <laughs> <clears throat> um, but, like, I need to, like, get my groove back. And I don't know if that's, like, honestly, this is when I would, like, sign up for a half marathon and be like, I'm going to run a race. Well, you know, there are less healthy ways of dealing with things. So if you do that, I support it. <laughs> it's because I got, and I was it's thinking not about this meth, today. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about this today while I was riding the bike, and I was like, Corey and I deal deal with shit so differently, but we're so similar. And I realized, like, I work out because I'm angry. I ran all the time because I was fucking angry. And I work out every day because I'm angry, and if I don't let it out in that workout, I'm going to be angry with someone later. But if I let it out in that workout, I'm going to be happier. Yeah. It's not for the endorphins. It's for the rage. <laughs> yeah. Like. That's why I, I, that was a big reason I played volleyball. But now, like, I'm angry and I'm tired. And I know changing my habits and eating healthy and being active will give me more energy. I know all that in my brain. I'm just not willing to do anything about it. I'm just not ready yet. Life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, there's moments where, like. Mine was after my, I think my first failed IUI. I was like, something's got to give. Like, this is getting real ugly real fast. Mental health-wise, physical health-wise, like, relationship health-wise, job health-wise. Like, everything was in the shitter. And that was probably one of the darkest from, from October of 2019 to... May of 2020 was the darkest time of my life. Like, it was, I'm too stubborn to commit suicide, but it was on the brain. Yeah. I have, I've had like, I've had like, what if I don't wake up thoughts? Like, I've had, it would be so peaceful just to fall asleep and not wake up. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to die. I don't want to harm. Oh, I wanted myself. to drive off a very high bridge. I have I have <laughs> to I don't know, maybe narcissistic to harm myself. Like I don't want to intentionally hurt myself, but if I went to sleep and didn't wake up, sleeping for a long time sounds real good. Yeah, I remember that kind of tired. That was really yeah, due to depression. Yeah, well, that's where I'm at. Um, you know, just life's deep dick in me right now. And I think I just took on a lot more than, well, I took on what I knew I could handle, but then other things happened. And so 
I am now spread very thin and very tired and very disconnected from everything. Like, yeah. And it's, it's to the point where I'm just not like, I'm not very motivated right now. Like I'm not motivated to do this IVF and add one more thing to my plate. I'm not, I'm not motivated to like draw anything or create anything. I'm not motivated to try go like I love to eat you know I love to eat and I love to drink and I love going to restaurants and I am in a brand new city I've never spent any time in and I I don't leave my apartment I'm I'm not motivated to go like try a new place which normally that would be first on my list I'm just I don't know I can't do any of the things I love to do well also you're living in a pandemic I am living in a pandemic that's weird but like I, my depression hits me and, like, I introvert so hardcore that, like, I'm so glad Lee isn't home so I can sit on the couch and eat my dinner alone and eat whatever I want. And, like, friends will text me and I'll make up an excuse. Same. Or friends will call me. If I text back. Yeah. And it's There are very few people I text back consistently. You're one of them. Um, Because it's all voice messages. (laughs) Because <laughs> I don't have to put in any effort. I sent um, you a voice message today and you didn't listen to it. <laughs> God damn it, Lee. Um, no, I think it's I think it's because it's simple. Like there's no like expectation, and I've always been like a people pleaser in a weird way. Like I really like taking care of my friends, and I really like mm. making my friends and people I love happy and. Like, I feel like I've given so much to my friends that it's not that it's it's expected, but like in a way it is. And like, I'm always expected to be in that good mood and always expected to be ready with like advice. And people expect you to be in a good mood. (laughs) They expect me to make jokes, (laughs) but like, I, I don't even, I don't even respond half the time anymore. I just. And I, I honestly, I will say that I've been pleasantly surprised that I have the people that I've been not pushing away, but just not actively engaging with, like they've sent me messages like, Hey, I know you're overwhelmed right now. I just hope you have a good day. And like, don't ask me for anything. And I've been so surprised at that. Yeah. Cause it just really, I think speaks for the people I've worked really hard to surround myself with. And it's really nice, but. Yeah, dude, I got to get out of this funk. Yeah. I don't know how, though. How's everybody else doing? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we're great over here. We're doing real well. Yeah, can you tell Um, this is a super positive podcast? Well, we are the angry infertiles. (laughs) Um, It's interesting. I depressed infertiles. Yeah. Depressed. I want to cut a bitch infertiles. Yeah. Um, It's interesting. I've started having, like, more honest conversations with friends. I feel like as you get older, the trauma comes becomes more ever present Mm -hmm. and the ones that are honest with you about the trauma they're going through. And I've had some really honest conversations with friends and I had one via text with a good friend that I was like, I'm so sorry. I said to her, like, Mm -hmm. I'm so sorry. I haven't been a good friend to you these past few years. Like I've been so involved in my own shit and so buried that I didn't even have a brainwave to dedicate to anyone else. And you deserve better than that. 
And I really want to be there for you. And she was like, dude, I want to be there for you too. Like, that's exactly what I want for you and I. And I was like, what a beautiful moment we just had. Okay. I love you. I'll talk to you later. Bye. (laughs) Um, yeah, but it's, it's kind of interesting. Like we have this cool group of people that have become like our secret besties. Right. Mm -hmm. And then we have this whole other tier of people that know us outside infertility And I've so quickly defined myself through this infertility shit. And yeah. And I don't know if I want to only be that. I don't want to. I don't, I don't want to, but it really is. It's really so easy to, it's easy for me to, I think, I guess for lack of a better word, dismiss what other people around me are going through because I feel like what I'm going through is so much worse. You know what I mean? And I think it's hard. Sometimes it's hard for me to separate it and to not be like, well, I'm fucking infertile. Like, you know, if your friend loses their job or is going through a breakup or whatever it may be, like sometimes it's hard for me to remember that. Okay. Maybe in the grand scheme of things, if there was a point system, maybe my suffering through infertility would award me more fucking suffering points. But like for them in their life right now, this is actually something really hard for them to go through. This is like something, this is a struggle they haven't had to deal with. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's my therapist explains it as like first world and third world trauma is still mm -hmm. the same level of trauma. It might be that you, it might be super lame, like. I don't know, you lost a credit card or someone stole your identity and bought a bunch of shit. And the other one might be, you can't get water that day. Yeah. And like that, your body reacts to it the same. Yeah. And it's hard to not discredit what they're going through. It's like, bitch, you think you know pain? Yeah. But then also you're injecting yourself every single day and yeah. But then there's our friend who had cancer, had to have expedited IVF has had, I I don't even know if she's had a transfer. She's had like four canceled transfers because of lining. And right after the fourth, her husband ups and dies. And he was young. He's like 31. And I'm like, okay, I I have, and like this was something that Lee and I have been talking about. And Lee's really good at this. He's like, we have so much to be thankful for. Yeah. One, we have an honest marriage and that really genuinely loves each other. Yeah. And like, we only want to hang out with each other. We are each other's best friends. We, we can hang out and never get sick of one another. Like that's just the way we are. And yeah. that's fucking awesome. And like, he said to me the other day, I didn't marry you thinking she's going to have my babies. He's like, I married you thinking I want to show her how much I love her and how committed I am to her in this life together. And I was just like, cool, because I totally married you to, like, definitely have your children. (laughs) Like, like, but. I married you because you got that dude. Yeah. I was like, because you're hot. (laughs) And I like to bone you. Um, But also, we get along really well. But, like. But you're cool, too. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're cool. You're fine. Um, but like, we just have so much to be thankful for. And 
I let, I let infertility define my ha- happiness. I let it de- define my happy meter and where I'm at that day. And that's fucking bullshit. And also, like, I know this sounds really mean, but when this embryo I knew was, like, wasn't sticking around, I was like, fine, because I don't fucking want to quit her. Like, that's how I reacted. Okay, since you said that, can I please admit earlier when you were explaining chemical pregnancy and you said it didn't finish the process, I almost made a joke about how that would drive you crazy because of how OCD you are. Yeah. I was like... I almost said it and I was like, that's very insensitive, Corey. Don't say that out loud. So I'm so glad you said It's perfect. And like I said it and my therapist was like, huh, what do you mean? And I was like, I'm not fucking going through all this shit for some pussy ass fucking embryo that's going to crap out. Like, no, I need a fucking fighter. You need to put your goddamn gloves on. We're in this shit together. And if you're not willing (laughs) to fight, then I'm not fighting for you. Like, fuck you. Yeah. Bye. Bye, waffle. And that's probably some unhealthy, unhealthy bullshit. You know, like, I don't know what that means. But I was just like, fine, then you're not the baby for me. Because if you're going to quit, I'm not here for that. Yeah, I'm not quitting. And I'm also not going to constantly, like, fucking, um, what's her name? The movie star lady, the model that's married to John Lennon. The model. Come on. Which one? John Legend. Sorry. Oh, Chrissy Teigen. Chrissy Teigen. She went through so much. I was like, I don't so know much. who married John Lennon. Sorry, John Lennon. Was, are you serious? <laughs> I have no it's, idea. Wait, what? You don't know who John Lennon was with? Who made I can't remember. no no fucking clue it's a famous couple and she's japanese hey i remember yoko oh yeah (laughs) anyways no legend i knew it like oh she was going through so much for and this is gonna sound so insensitive this is gonna sound like the most insensitive thing you've ever heard i can't but she was going through so much for something that was quitting on her and she was putting herself through blood transfusions really and hell so much. and constantly in the doctor to try to keep this thing alive that didn't want to be – couldn't do it. It couldn't complete the task. Yeah. You know? Ready and to let go. With all that we go through to then suffer through that, like – I rather have an early miscarriage than hear the heartbeat and go in and it's dying. You know, yeah. like I'm glad like this happened early. Yeah. But like I feel some, you on that. I I don't know, it just pissed me off and I know that this is probably super fucked up and people are going to get mad at me for what I'm saying, but also eat a dick. Like yeah, this is how us. I feel. Yeah, We're don't to process me. however we want. Yeah, you can fucking end the podcast now. Bye. But like, this is this is how I'm feeling. I love when you this get is... mad at people that listen to us, <laughs> dude. I get mad at everyone. There's no one I everyone. don't get mad at. Everyone. Oh, I like telling them. I'm so mad at everybody. Everyone can eat a fucking dog. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, like I don't know. It's just it's an issue. And now I'm. I told you too. I'm more terrified of getting pregnant than a failed transfer. And luckily, I got to deal with both. And it's like, okay, what next? Am I gonna give birth to a snake, a lizard, Ooh, a lizard person? I want a lizard as a pet. So if if that happens, just know that if you're not in a lizard, people, I'll take it. 
Did I ever tell you about when Alyssa called me to tell me she was a lizard person and I was really stoned? No. And I freaked the fuck out. And I thought Lee was a lizard person because Lee has like snake eyes. Was she kidding? Was she just fucking with you because you were... She was fucking with me hard. I don't know if it was on the phone or if it was in person. It could have been in person. And she did this like like snake tongue thing. And like I was so high. I started crying. And I was just like... (laughs) Get out! Um, but anyway, to hang yeah. out with her so bad. She's coming out here soon. I'm not out there. I know, but like she might be out here when you're out here. That would be awesome. Yeah, that would be really cool. We're gonna Maybe I'll ask her if she wants to go to a spa with me. I want to go to. A- she hates to be touched. I do too. So does Tana. Uh, <clears throat> I need to get. My roots are so bad right now that my maintenance guy at my property pointed at him this morning. He was like, you need to get your hair done. I'm like, go shut yourself. I can't sit still that long. He was like, I know how how all the ladies like to get their hair done. I was like, well, I'm not one of them. Yeah, stop stomping your last season Prada shoes at me, honey. (laughs) Fuck you, man. (laughs) Um, Also, I don't see them. You You don't? No, at all. I think the lighting in here is just very terrible. Oh, okay. So Ooh, we can transition what? now to another segment. Of, I'm ready. Okay. I think I'm going to do something radical to my hair. Ooh. I don't know what. I have Ooh. myself down for a gloss tone and trim. Mm-hmm. Um, on the 25th or maybe the 18th. I forgot. I Are we talking color or cut? Can we do Both. a poll? And everybody gets to vote, and you have to do it. Okay. Okay, everybody well, vote that Kaylee should shave her head. Oh, my God. Have you seen how big my head is? Yeah. You know how weird? It, like, my head is uh, bigger than Lee's, and he's 6'3". And I'm 5'3 and 3 quarters. It is huge. You're so little. I know. I'm tiny. You was a little girl. I'm... I'm horizontally large, but vertically chimped. She's a good little girl. Shut up. I'm so tired. You are. Um, <laughs> so I was thinking maybe like doing, on my highlights, doing rose gold. Ooh, yeah. Okay. And getting like a little bit of pink. Okay. And I'm okay. really debating, and I don't know if I'd regret it or not, like just chopping all my fucking hair off. Uh, you'll probably regret it at some point, but it grows back. Well, it took forever to get Does here. that help? <laughs> I, but I was thinking uh, I, of like literally my layers, like having a giant lob, but then I might look like a dude. Wait, to where those front little layers I are? look like a Hanson brother. Yeah. Wait, those front layers? Yeah. That would be fucking adorable. That's a good yeah. length on you. Yeah. I'll think about it. That's not short. That's, I mean, that's still it's like a totally medium short. lob. But it's not like short. Like up to your chin, eighth grade haircut with bangs. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, like I feel like it's a solid Hanson's brother look. Okay, fuck Hanson. Um, that's past your shoulders. That would be adorable. And that would grow back pretty fast. Yeah. You still put it Uh, in a ponytail. mm Mm-hmm. I'm just like I don't know. I feel like I need to change, and I'm getting my brows microbladed, and we're getting our titty tattoo. <clears throat> Should we just like get a stick and poke t- a kit and do it ourselves? Oh my god, yes! I've been wanting to do that anyway, so I'm so fucking down. Okay, 
just draw them on our fingers stream. and then s- we can live stream us giving <laughs> other tattoos. I love it. Should we do it in your mom's house? Yeah. Would she want one? Probably. Can you get a tattoo when you have cancer? I don't know. I don't either. She should ask. You need to ask her that. <laughs> yeah. You do one tit and I do the other. Now you should do both tits because you're her kid and everything. But like, I'm basically the daughter, the twin you're that she gave away. Basically. Basically. I'm convinced. Um, And then my Peloton comes in a month. I'm really excited for that. Is that That's your it. obsession? My obsession is... Yeah. Mine's really dumb. I um, My non-fertility related obsession is um, blown away on Netflix. <laughs> it's the glass Oh my god, that's what I was show. telling you about last it's time. It's so good. Were you? Yeah, that I was saying like all those female glass blowers and like... Yeah. How, yeah, it's so, it's so fucking cool. good. It's so good. We um, we just randomly started watching it like last week and like watched a whole season in like two nights. It's so good. Sa- yeah, same here. I loved it. I really liked. Um, we've only we've we watched the second season first for so some reason. We. So we haven't watched the first season yet. Neither have we. Because also we know who wins because they're on the second. Because she fucking spoiler alerts right in there. Yeah, she's also a cunt. She's also very weird. Very and I like weird, weird. But like yeah, she's weird, weird weird. She's not weird weird. weird. Like, yeah. Yeah. Is your Peloton your obsession? I saw a meme that said, um, No, I don't know what my obsession that is. That said like PSA, you can <clears throat> Peloton and not tell people. And I saved it so I could send it to you one day. <laughs> um, but I'm also kind of jealous. I have like the perfect amount of room for a Peloton or like a bike in here. And I feel like maybe I would ride it. I'm not sure though, which is why. Um, I'm are you driving out here? Or are you flying out here? Driving. You could always have my bike. Don't throw my emotions. If you want it. No, not my Peloton. Uh, no, I know your, your discount Peloton, yeah. whatever you called it. Yeah. Don't toy with my emotions. Just we'll, think about it. We'll talk about this. Okay. Offline. Live interest. I'm I'm interested. Okay. And I just use a yeah, you would just use your iPad and download the Peloton app. I have all those things. Yeah. You'd ha- you'd have all the it's an easy setup kind of thing. We'll and it's small. This. It's tiny. Like it could fit probably standing in your fucking backseat. <clears throat> um and then you'd get to see my house. Oh, that's probably my obsession. So I picked out my flooring. Okay. And I'm really into my flooring. Uh, very mad I haven't gotten a picture, but it's okay. I'll let it slide. It's on my Instagram, you bitch. Both of them. You know I haven't even been on Instagram <laughs> in months. I know. So I'll send you a photo. But basically, um, so we were going to do that like reclaimed wood and then it became yeah. an issue and blah, blah, blah. Anyways, we got hexagonal, hexagon, hexagonal tiles um, with the black hexagonal. stripe, hexagonal, with the black stripe. Where's my phone? Um, Those are your tits. Yeah, I know. I always do that. Whenever I'm looking she for something, I grab She legit just grabbed her, both of her tits looking for her phone. Yep. <laughs> was that real? Yeah, it was. It's so annoying. <laughs> Lee hates it when I sneeze. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard that before. 
Yeah, at least it was in a buildup. The buildup is like a... Like, that's what the buildup sounds like. Okay, I'm going to pull it up on my Instagram. But basically... um, Oh, no, I'm not because it's all deleted. Because it was late yesterday. So, hexagonal tiles that have black stripes that do a starburst kind of pattern. And then I got, like, a whitewashed oak nine-inch wide plank flooring that's eight feet long oh my so, god like, it's huge barn style yeah um and that's gonna go throughout the whole main floor that's gonna look so fucking good i can't wait to see it i'm so excited and it's super thick so it doesn't get cold um like well, so that's most, a big fucking deal yeah like it's like a quarter to a half inch thick it's fucking thick. um and our floors are miraculously already fully level so they don't need to level our flooring our house is already fully level. So that's going in. They finished all the HVAC today. Electrical comes tomorrow, and I get to map out all the lighting. Um, we got our pasta pot filler put in. Is we're gonna have what color pasta. did you pick? I think we're going to end up doing chrome so it matches the stainless. Yeah. Um, and then we picked our faucet. Our sink came, and Lee was like, did you see how big that is? And I was like, yeah. He's like, I could bathe you in it. And I was like, yeah, let's talk about that. We should probably do that. Um, <laughs> like, I want you to wash exactly. me. Exactly. Oh, Full purpose. On Sunday when we came, he came home from work and I was like, I'm going to take it. Th- when I threw up You're in the bath. you make me feel feelings. I don't know. Um, I went and had beers with my friend at the dog park. We walked like four miles around this huge dog park. It's amazing. That sounds amazing. It's so cool. It's in Lyons. Um and I came home and had a hot mustard bath, which I threw up after, which was really weird. But he came in the bathroom and just sat with me to talk to me while I was in the bath. Oh, no. Because he missed. Boy. I know. He brought a chair in there and everything. Oh, no. I know. He's such a nice boy. <laughs> He's such a nice boy. He loves me so much. And it's so stupid. Like, I'm like, he doesn't think I'm pretty, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't Meanwhile, matter. Meanwhile, he's obsessed with you. Meanwhile, he's just, like, so nice to me and, like, loves me so much. He, I'm just really annoying. Like, I know that. I'm, like, not easy to be. I'm, especially going through IVF, your girl's moody. <laughs> like, I did the dishes. I finished work. I was figuring out our, because um, when you get, when you refinance, it's a whole new loan and a whole new payment process and, like, you have to figure that all out, and it's all via letters, which means I have to go through my mail, and it's just whatever. So I've, yeah. I always do all that stuff. Yeah. And he came in, and he was like, are these clothes going to sit here? And I was like, get off my dick. Like, get off my dick. Like, stop getting at me. It's 7 mm-hmm. o'clock. I'm fucking tired. I've been working all day, and I just figured out something that was, like, for our mutual good. And I yeah. just yelled at him, and then I was like, hey, I'm sorry, but don't talk to me. Okay, bye. <laughs> And he goes, he picks him up and puts it in the tub, a giant fucking six foot tub full of laundry he did of mine and folded. Good boy. I was like, I'll, uh, I'm an asshole. I'll give Corey a shout out too, just so it doesn't seem like I'm always just making him out to be an asshole. So, you know how we always talk about, um, you know how we always talk about how, like, I'm the more like emotional one and you're like the problem solver. Yeah. You know what I mean? And how Corey's you basically. Um, So he 
he found this thing. It was like a meme or something, but it was like um, basically saying Nix is freaking out just in case y'all can hear this. Um, it basically said like uh, me and my significant other got in the habit of asking if you want comfort or you want solutions and it saved us a lot of um, agony. And he showed it to me and he was like, we need to do this. And I was like, Oh. Yo, we fucking do. <laughs> I want comfort. We do. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I think it's really cute that he realized that because I don't think I've ever like actually vocalized. Oh my that. god! Did you she see just, that? She just hit you in the face, didn't it she? It was very no. I just felt the wind, but she almost <laughs> decapitated me with her yeti yes. toy just now. Jesus I think she needs Christ, to get poop. She- she needs to go poop. I think that's what this is. Drop it. It's her Yeti toy. That's cute. Oh, my God. I just watched a documentary about Yeti last night. Really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, Corey's a nice boy. He when I met him, boy. he was really nice. He's a very nice boy. Yeah. He's just also an asshole sometimes. But aren't we hey, all? We all are. Yeah. Yeah, it's part of it. Can be, he, Lee got so mad at me today because I tripped a breaker in the garage that shut down all the aquariums, and I called him when he was halfway to work. Oh, no. I was no. like, I can't get the breaker not to flip back fish. over. Not the fish. Kaylee, not the fish. It was the refrigerator, the freezer, the fish, like everything. Like yeah, the deep but the freeze. the fish are the most important. Well, obviously, that's why he came home. He literally instantly turned around. You even... You even sent me a picture of the fish that you had that you said was me if I was a fish. That was a very confusing sentence. <laughs> you can't kill that fish. It's Dude, me. his aquariums are like, well, no, that's an another We've already aquarium. lost Freddy. We can't lose another one. <laughs> Rest in peace, Freddy. Speaking of, where's my other little fish? He's not in here. I don't see him. Freddy was too, was too smart. He was too smart for his own good. Freddy that's was just too good for this world. He really was. He was a good fish. It was really weird finding his body on the floor all, like, jerkied. I think the cat had nibbled on it for a while. Um, anyways. Um, so I'm getting in contact with a girl. Um, I'm going to send her an email. We're actually going to meet with her, I think, next Tuesday. Yeah, to interview her. Yeah, to interview her and her wife. Cool. Um, so I'm I setting that up. Emails come in, and I know I haven't looked at. Them. I know I told you I was going to respond to messages, but I still have not gotten one. But oh, I know. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm, everybody. We're sorry for who we are as people. We just have we're going a lot through a happening. lot. Yeah, and we're also like really trying to figure out what's stretching ourselves too much. Yeah, but we do want to talk to you, and we're excited to see the messages coming in. Yeah. Done. And we are going to get back to y'all. Unless your message sucks. So just make sure your message is a good one. <laughs> yeah. And if you have a dick cutoff story, we need to hear oh, it. Oh, yeah. Like, honestly, if you want to record yourself and we'll play it over the podcast. Oh, 100%. Like, send in a recording yeah. and yeah. let's chat about it. Or just, like, if you have, like, a really interesting job that could be, like, entertaining to us. Yeah. It doesn't have to be fertility related. Obviously, we don't just talk about fertility. <laughs> no. If you want to um, be one of our tangents, you're welcome to. Me. Okay, I'm going to go. I'm going to mix these and I'm going to text you a picture of my new flooring. Okay. I'm going to take Nick's to shit so she quits trying to decapitate me. 
yeah. with her toys. Uh, everybody follow us on Instagram. Go to our website. Do some stuff. Leave us a review or whatever. Thanks. Bye. Oh, my gosh. If you could like and subscribe, I guess that means something. I think it does. I think it helps people find us. And as you very well know, people need us in their lives. So I think leaving us um, likes and reviews actually helps that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're not in this for like money or anything. (laughs) No. We're in this for the glory. Yeah. We're in this to make friends. (laughs) She just laughed while chugging the rest of her drink. It was very funny. All right. Well, we love you guys. We hope everyone's having an okay week. If you're struggling through transfers, IUIs, infertility, purgatory, fucking life, we're fucking right there with you. We are on that goddamn struggle bus. Word. Love you. Love you. Okay, but seriously, Corey, I love you. And you need Nix is like looking at you like I'm about to shit on your bed. She is. Okay, I love you too. Okay, bye.